Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. This is a rebroadcast podcast episode. This is originally episode four from my very first year back in 2020. I am re-releasing it now in 2022. It starts with a brief meditation and then goes into the podcast. If you only want to listen to the meditation for Monday meditation or meditation Monday, it is the beginning. If you like this episode, please leave a rating and review, share it with someone else that you think will benefit from it. Hello, this is episode four of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. Today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about health and wellness, everything from working out yoga, essential oils, meditation, and how I shifted from compulsive exercising to intuitive exercising and movement. First, I'd like to just start off and get grounded and centered and just a little quick um, guided meditation. I use this one a lot. Meditation and meditating is still pretty hard for me, even though I try it. Almost every morning, it is just something my busy brain has difficulty with. I'm doing this in my desk in my office. So this is just a simple one to do just at your chair. Sit long, tall spine. Have your feet planted on the floor. Have your palms facing up in your lap. Bring your ears Bring your shoulders up to your ears, rather, and roll them down and back. Take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Bring your eyes to close if that's comfortable to you. Breathe in and out. Breathe in through the bottoms of your feet, feeling it go all the way up your legs, your stomach, your chest, out the top crown of your head. I like to envision that I have a vacuum at the top of my head. If you believe in angels, you could call on an angel. I like to do Archangel Michael. Again, you could also just pretend like a vacuum is at the top of your head. On your inhale, it's sucking up everything no longer serving you. Anything you're holding on to from the week, your day, your month, it's sucking it up. On your exhale, it's letting it go. Do that again. Breathe in anything no longer serving you, your stress, your anxiety, your worry. Letting it go. We'll do that one more time. Breathe in and out. You could turn off the vacuum or think 
your angel or archangel Michael. See it go. You could sit there and plant your intention or vision, one word or phrase you need today. Anything as simple as peace or calmness or simply today is going to be a great day. Start to blink your eyes open. Take any movement. I like to just rock my hips from side to side, inhaling my arms up overhead, exhaling them back down. All right, so I hope that shifted your mood. And now I'd like to change it a little bit and we'll start talking about exercise and how I shifted from compulsive exercising into intuitive exercise exercise of movement and what that is. So my relationship to exercise has drastically changed through the years, but most recently this past year, I have always been that person that has been into working out. I, though, have sometimes take it too far. I ran a half marathon once. I've run a couple half marathon. But the last one I ran, uh, I got a stress fracture, and I still knowingly ran the race. I ended up in a boot, an air cast for a few weeks. Um, but I feel like since we live in a culture that normalizes things like dieting and ex- excessive exercise, it's easy to be labeled as healthy or you're bettering yourselves. But a lot of people, myself included, have taken working out too far or say I overindulge one day and then I'm like, oh, I have to do 60 minute hit the next day. That's really an unhealthy way to look at it. Uh, the past three years, Every spring, I have hurt my back and my back goes out. I have no idea why it picks March to this happens, but it does. And it's always during a HIIT workout. I used to do HIIT for 60 minutes almost every day. I do not do that anymore because my body doesn't like it. It's physically telling me I'm getting a herniated disc. It's saying stop. So the last time my back went out and I went to the doctor with a, a slip disc was last March. So March 2019. I slowed down my hit. So now if I practice hit, I only do 15 to 30 minutes. 30 minutes is max for hit for me. That's the same with running. I only run three miles now. And if I do sprints, I only do 20 minutes of sprints. And I do it like a Tabata. So I found that intuitive exercise has helped me listen to my body and honor what it needs that day. So we have to stop with all the numbers. Just like counting calories to guide our food choices is not honoring our body's needs, obsessively counting miles ran or calories burned further disconnects ourselves, us from ourselves. From centerforchange.com, they explain the benefits to working out and the downfalls of too much. Exercise has been shown to increase energy, lower stress, increase restful sleep, improve bone strength, resistance to illness, and improve healthy lifestyle in general. Proper exercise, though done in moderation and with intuition, is just as important as a healthy part of life. So then there's also the problem of too much exercise. 
A little exercise is good for you, so a lot must be better, right? Well, not always. At a particular point, the body says enough is enough, and the results of not listening can be devastating. There are also real and present dangers of over-exercising. The most common risk in exercising is injury to muscles in your joints. Like I was saying, my back always gives out when I start doing too much of a hit. So the emotional and mental dangers of overexercise can be just as debilitating. These include potential development of obsessive compulsive behaviors of different kinds. Compulsive exercise is an addiction of significant proportion standing alone. So additionally, compulsive exercise can feed into or fuel other related obsessive compulsive disorders. So as I used to push myself running five miles and then I'd go and do a 55 minute pure bar workout or I'd run three miles and then I'd go to hot power yoga. I've slowly learned that for myself, I need to listen to what I need that day. So now for myself, I'll either run three miles. I'll do, like I said before, a 15 or 30 minute hit workout or I will practice yoga, Pilates or bar or yoga bar. So I really do what I need that day. And if I'm I'm tired, I don't stress about not working out. Sometimes I'll just take my dog for a walk and that's what I need. Before COVID hit, I know a lot of uh, studios aren't doing hot yoga at the moment. So that's not even an option. But before COVID hit, I stopped doing hot power yoga just because it wasn't feeling good in my body anymore. I'm a pretty flexible person. So I was stretching too much and it was leaving me feeling drained and exhausted the whole rest of the day. It wasn't leaving me feeling fresh and energized like it used to do. So again, this is, I'm listening to what I need. But if you are that person that can train for six days a week and you have no negative impact, that's great. Keep doing what you're doing. But if three workouts a week is mentally and physically draining you, then it's time to check in. I know some people, they love running. They could run marathons or they're ultra marathon runners and they feel energized always after. That's great. That's amazing. If you can physically and mentally handle all that, keep it up. Keep doing what works for you. So what exactly is intuitive exercise? It means moving in a way that supports the body and actually enjoying what you are doing for your body. Intuitive exercising means listening to your body and understanding what it needs that day. Just like I was saying, what I do what I feel like doing that day. Do not compare yourself to others. Don't compare yourself to your best friend. Your best friend might be doing Peloton bikes for 60 minutes, and that works for her. If you are feeling wiped out after a hit and you could only do 20 minutes of yoga, do you. You really need to listen to your body and respect what it needs. Another positive benefit, and I like this (laughs) benefit, another positive benefit from shorter workouts is that longer workouts create free radicals and that ages us quicker. So I like to think I'm doing anti-aging workouts with shorter workouts. But honestly, you need to listen to your body and what you need that day. And what works for one person might not work for you. 
We all need to start honoring ourselves and what we need for that day. My other area of topic today I would like to touch on are essential oils. I've been using essential oils. I probably found them around when I first started doing yoga, but it's only been probably the past two years I've really gotten into them and I've done my research and studying because not all oils are created the same and I found this out. But I did a lot of research and I choose to use Young Living. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Young Living essential oils today and how I use them and incorporate them in either yoga or running, hit, and just day-to-day life. I first want to start out with a disclaimer, okay? I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to diagnose, treat, or cure any of your illnesses. The content I'm going to cover is for information purpose only. These statements have not been evaluated, evaluated by the FDA, and Young Living products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases. So that is my little disclaimer. Essential oils... You can use, well, Young Living essential oils. They have two lines. One line of essential oils are in white labels, and these are the Vitality oils. You can internally take these and ingest these. Then there's the essential oils that you only use topically, which is on your skin, using with a carrier oil, or you inhale them and you diffuse them in your diffuser. So I like that. I like being able to put them on my skin. I use them on my chest and neck a lot. I chose Young Living because they have the seed to seal promise and they plant all their own materials. They grow their own materials. They use sustainable farming. They weed all of their crops by hand. They use zero pesticides The oils that retain all their natural constitutions and therapeutic properties, they use food-grade distillers with state-of-the-art design and distillation methods. You can actually go to these farms. You can plant your own lavender. So now I'm going to talk about oils that I like to use during yoga and meditation So some of my favorites are frankincense. Frankincense and lavender are, you could use them all the time. They help with so much. They help ground you and they also help uplift you. I also like to use Envision. This awakens and inspires your goals in an oil called Believe. And this helps with feelings of hope, strength, and faith. I like, Stress away. It helps with calming. Lavenders for relaxing. There's citrus fresh that helps uplift. There's also lemon. Lemon's very uplifting. So in yoga, you do a lot of breath work. Yoga is essentially movement with breath. Otherwise, it would just be stretching. So there's a lot of oils good for that. Some of these you can, I also like to use before I run. RC and Raven are both good 
to place, I just rub it on my chest before I do a good workout hit or running. Oils I like to use for calming are frankincense and lavender. Again, stress away. There's an oil called peace and calming. And then my happy oils, I like to call them. That would be joy and then orange. Oils for anger or letting go or frustration. There's an oil called release. I like to use that a lot. There's an oil called surrender. And then there's an oil called forgiveness. Oils for manifesting or envisioning, goal setting. There's an oil called abundance. I use this every morning. I come into my office before I start work. I place abundance in my diffuser or I place two drops in my left hand and I place it over my heart. There's an oil called highest potential. It helps with manifesting and meditation. It helps to bring out your highest potential, just like the name says. There's an oil called into the future. It helps you release the deep down belief that things aren't going to change for you. And then there's an oil called acceptance. And this helps when you are ready to receive more. So I probably use essential oils. I do. I use essential oils every day. I like to use them on my kids too, place them on the bottom of their feet. Good cleaning oils would be Purification, Tea Tree, and Thieves. Young Living has their own line of Thieves thieves products also. I will leave links in my notes for this episode on both Young Living if you'd like to learn more about essential oils, I'll leave a link on my YouTube channel with different workouts. I have HIIT workouts, yoga, bar, I have yoga bar, and my website also if you'd like to read more of my blogs. Essentially, I just want to help people live a healthier, happier life and live their best life yet. So I hope this episode was informative and helped anyone. Thank you.